Broadcasting live from the ESPN 690 Anajar and Levine Studios. This is Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690 with Brent Martineau and Austin Lane. So you're talking about a playoff team getting a young quarterback that played the MVP season underneath his head. So you would anticipate that maybe Carson Wentz can get back to the type of player that he was. And oh, by the way, I don't think he'll be getting sacked 50 times behind that great offensive line led by Nelson. That's Bart Scott from ESPN. Yeah, listen, there are a lot of excuses for Carson Wentz, no doubt about it. Uh, And... The bottom line is he still has to play better, and he has to stay healthy. I think those are the two biggest things. I don't know if people talk about his health enough, mm-hmm. uh, but he has to play better football and come out of whatever funk he was. And does reuniting with a former coach do that? We'll find out. You know, Maybe it does. Maybe that's a simple answer. What else is really interesting here? Again, I, I think you know, the Jags got beat up, and rightfully so, for the implosion of the organization after 2017. Yeah. What about the Philadelphia Eagles? I mean, basically saying, hold my beer. You know, and and Houston, Houston, by the way, tr- doing the same thing. Like, the implosion of these franchises and by- Jacksonville, we thought was this outlier. Oh, no, for sure. We thought like, oh, yeah, they are such a mess. No, no wonder why they never won. Houston was like, we'll take it from here. Hey, yeah. Leave it leave it to the professionals. And, okay. And by the way, Philly, I mean, they've just dismantled yeah. what they had. Well, and listen, with Philly, obviously, it starts with Doug Peterson, right? Now, whether the owner or the GM and Doug Peterson, whatever the reason may be, um, it doesn't look good now, the fact that you got rid of your head coach and your starting quarterback. like That's that's bad optics, right? But I think a lot of that had to do with more of Doug Peterson's attitude and demeanor than actually, like, you know, it's either Carson Wentz or Doug Peterson. Like, I, I don't buy into that narrative. I just think that Doug Peterson kind of wore out his welcome regardless if Carson Wentz was going to be the quarterback or not. Yeah, and that surprises me. I didn't I think that's the way it was. I yeah. thought it was kind of, okay, we're picking Wentz over you. Yeah. I'm not saying that's the way it is. That's what I think. I mean, well, no, I don't but have I, any... Well, no, but the, in hindsight, they got yeah. rid of both of them. No, correct. Yeah. I, I don't... I, I, I So I misread it. Like, I thought it was, hey, basically Peterson saying, I don't believe in Wentz anymore. Mm-hmm. It's time to move on. And the organization being said, well, we're paying him $128 million. We don't really believe in you anymore. <laughs> we're picking Wentz. Well, that's yeah. not the case. They got rid of both of them. It's just... Uh, it's really wild. I'm going to get to Jalen Hurts part of this and also Trevor Lawrence in a moment. But a couple of odds are in now. All right. Will the Eagles draft the quarterback with the number six overall pick? Yes or no? Ooh, no. I, I'm telling you, I'm on the Jalen Hurts bandwagon, man. Hmm. Jalen Hurts total starts. Uh, must start week one for action to take place. Mm-hmm. Over or under 12 and a half. You'd I mean, be over. Over, yeah. Carson Wentz total passing yards over under 4,000. Ooh. Got to go under. Under with, that, with that running game. Even if he played well. I don't yeah, know if he's thrown for under. Carson Wentz, and to- Carson Wentz total touchdown passes over under 23 and a half. I might take the over there. Yeah, you're a believer. Yeah, I'm a believer. I'm taking the under. Carson Wentz total interceptions over under 11 and a half. Take the under. I'll take the over, no doubt. Okay. Because he we, might we do more down. touchdowns, yeah. but I think I, I would still say he's Turnovers. not going to go like just 180 and fix it and have this like 32 and 7 year. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. 32 touchdowns, seven picks. I don't, I don't see that. Who's save this for a button? I'm, saying. I'm not buying into that. So, uh, hotkey. So, Hot no, it's going button. It's going to be a button. It's going to be a button today. Is Trevor Lawrence the best quarterback in the AFC South? Like right now, Carson Wentz, Ryan Tannehill, uh, and take Deshaun Watson, whoever, Listen. if he gets traded. This is an if Deshaun Watson gets traded because Watson has proven a lot. By the way, Tannehill has proven a lot the last couple of years. I was going to say. And Wentz has done stuff, but. 
Brent, I mean, listen, I understand that you haven't been to Carson Wentz's hometown, and I understand that you haven't met Ryan Tannehill's family or his, the mayor of the town that he grew up in. I understand all this stuff, but I'm going to need to see some on-the-field performances first. Like, if you're asking me right now, who's the best quarterback, excluding Deshaun Watson, obviously, I mean, based from what I've seen so far, I would probably, I might go Ryan Tannehill, man. From where he finished last year, he was a top-five quarterback last year. Yeah, the number's terrific. Yeah. And you now think, he loses Arthur Smith. Uh, well, yeah, and he, and he loses <clears throat> Corey Davis, who um, don't get into Corey Davis because that cost me z- zero points. Corey, zero <laughs> points in the fantasy championship game against <laughs> Stuart. Stuck on hey, that. Zero points, Brent. Zero. That's a problem. Couldn't even get me eh, a, a little eh. Zero. So you don't want to sign him in free agency? Eh. No. Hey, hey. <laughs> for 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 his, I'm just kidding. But no, seriously, for his well-being, you better not sign it, Corey Davis. <laughs> Because right, for the first day of training camp, will be my last day of training camp. Best. So I'm going to have some words. Jag sign uh, Corey Davis, and he's a regular on the show here on ESPN. Uh, I can't wait. Well, then I'll, I'll be getting escorted out of the building uh, frequently. No, I think I would probably lean Ryan Town just from what we've seen so far, Brent, until I see Trevor Lawrence on the field. Now, are you going to call me crazy? You, you on Team Trevor, right? No, I mean, I, I understand this is a shade bit dramatic. But Say every it. one of those teams will take Trevor Lawrence over them right now. Correct. Like they would take for what could you be. would take Trevor Lawrence over Tannehill, and you would take Trevor Lawrence and in Indy over Wentz without question. Yes. Like there's not even. But again, the resume is the resume. I mean, there's and, and Tannehill, by the way, has played really good football the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, Which is I can't believe we're on this conversation though. Tannehill is the best in the AFC South. Well, it's, so Crazy. that's an, but it's an important part of the conversation as you look at what the Jags are trying to do. Yes. Like we spent a lot of time talking about Wentz and Philly and, and Indy. It's like, well, hey, Brent, you're in Jacksonville. I get it. But all this does impact. It's all about the AFC South. I mean, mm-hmm. you, you need to win your division or at least play well in your division if you have any hope of, of having good seasons. And so I think, I think this, what you just said, are we really having this conversation that Tannehill is the best, you know, in the division if Watson goes away. Yeah. Well, that's significant because, yeah, the stock is pretty good right now on Tannehill, mm-hmm. but are you a big believer that it's always going to stay that way? Uh, and once stock is down, you could buy low right now, Yes, but there's no guarantee that's going up. Not There's definitely no guarantee, and Houston's just such a mess that it doesn't matter. So what it shows you is if the Jaguars are going to make some hay in the AFC South, if they're going to start to build this thing up, mm-hmm. they seriously might have the best quarterback like right now yeah. in the division. They they could. They they. If you look at the numbers, like this is, I know it's blasphemy to have this conversation because Trevor Lawrence hasn't played it down. Mm-hmm. But if we fast forward to January third of 2022 and the season has been completed. Is anybody going to be stunned if Trevor Lawrence played better than any other quarterback in the AFC South? I think the answer would be no. No, not not no. I, I agree with you. I'm uh, I'm looking up Tannehill's numbers here and they're interesting. And like obviously he's near near the top for touchdown passes thrown obviously, but what's surprising is who is right next to him. So we're we're going to play the quarterback game real quick. I'm going to give you two quarterbacks, okay? And tell me who you want more, okay? All right, this quarterback has thrown for 3,800 yards, um, 33 touchdowns, seven interceptions. Okay. Quarterback like B, 4,265 yards, 35 touchdowns, 13 interceptions. You take an A or B. Once again, 3,800 yards, 33 touchdowns, seven interceptions for quarterback A. Quarterback B, 4,200 yards, 35 touchdowns, 13 interceptions. Hmm. It's a great call. So and six way, more interceptions, two more touchdowns, and 700 more yards. And the quarterback ratings are virtually identical. 
Okay. Um, I probably, in this league, knowing how big turnovers are, I'll give up the 700 yards and the two extra okay. kids for the six picks. Okay. I'm going to take the 33 and seven guy. Okay. Who did so, I just pick? So you picked Ryan Tannehill over Kirk Cousins. Yeah. Cousins is, it's, Cousins is a wild thing. We talked about it yesterday. We, I know. It's like he doesn't do anything to why you, but he puts up those numbers. Yeah. Listen, go back. What's his, What was his completion percentage? Uh, Kirk Cousins. Cousins? 67. 67. Well, go back a year prior, right? Mm-hmm. And with Filippo, I think it was, when they left, when he left to come to Jacksonville, it, well, maybe it wasn't a year prior, maybe it was two years prior, but whatever it was, it was like 4,000 yards, 70%. Maybe it was when Filippo left, and then the year after he left. But he, so two seasons ago, I think Kirk Cousins was over 4,000 and 70% completion. Uh, he had was... an amazing year. Yet he just sits there up in the north, oh, yeah, and, and so... nobody... Nobody, he doesn't do anything special. So here we go. Kirk Cousins, 2018. So we're right? in 18. Okay, uh, so that 4, was 4,298 yards, yep. Um, 32 touchdowns, five, I'm sorry, 30 touchdowns, 10 interceptions. And what was his completion percentage? 70? 70. Look at you, Brent. Yeah. So that was Filippo, by the way. Yeah. So that was Filippo, and then they parted ways. By the way, 2018, this is kind of a crazy stat, too. Ben Roethlisberger, over 5,000 yards passing. Matt Ryan, 4,924. Almost had 5,000 yards passing himself. Yeah, crazy. Uh, but to me, it's just the Cousins thing is is fascinating because he doesn't win enough and he doesn't do anything that's electrifying that makes you like, wow. Like, he just doesn't. But he puts up those kind of numbers. Like, you would well, sign up for a, that year all the time. Well, and see, that's a, it's another classic example where we talk about the, the good can be good. Right? And the bad, I guess don't worry about it. Because, I mean, you've seen bad Kirk Cousins. You've seen primetime Kirk Cousins. It's horrible. But, obviously, the Vikings are concerned about that. They gave him a new contract. That's how that's how teams operate. It's crazy. Well, listen, wouldn't you give that guy a contract? Kirk if Cousins? I could sign up for 4,000 well, yards, numbers? 68%, yeah. 30-something touchdowns, and 7 picks or 10 picks or whatever yeah. it was, wouldn't you sign up for that? I mean, how do you not bring that back? I, I think, oh, listen, we can get lost in numbers sometimes. In numbers don't tell the whole story. They really don't. And people always, you can spin numbers whatever way you want. People would even state claim to like the Bortles numbers when it was 35 and 18, say garbage yards or whatever it is. There is an eye test to this. Yeah. What I'm saying with Cousins is the numbers have been consistently good. The eye test isn't bad. It's just that it doesn't tell you I love this guy. Sure. That's what's weird about Cousins. Like Cousins is like vanilla ice cream. It's not bad, you like but it that? doesn't get you excited. You like vanilla ice cream? You like that? So he's a, he's a weird he's, – he's really a strange situation yeah. in the NFL because, like, Minnesota, I almost say they're stuck with him. You want – you almost at that position, you want something dynamic or you want it to not work. And yeah, he's well, not either. Yeah, because it's like you look at the free agent market, maybe Stafford would be an up – maybe. But, like, that's the thing. Like, you're not going to bring Wentz over – uh, no cousins, way. no, way. and you would bring Garoppolo over Cousins. Wouldn't bring no. Sam Darnold over Cousins. No, so yeah, no so you, you get what you get. Yeah, well, there was a little talk, right? I think it was San Francisco. They could flop. Yeah, I, I think they yeah. could switch. Yeah. I think there was some talk about San Francisco going Cousins for Garoppolo. And listen, I mean Shanahan might because he already had him mm-hmm. in in Washington. Correct. Maybe that would work. Look, I do think Cousins is better than Garoppolo. Yeah, I mean, no doubt. I think he's proven he's better than well, Garoppolo. The, uh, let's be honest. The good has been a lot more good. <laughs> That's even a you know a sentence. I, I don't more even know Garoppolo. if it's fair to Kirk Cousins. It might not be the he. It just doesn't feel like he wins anything. So he's almost irrelevant. Throwing for four thousand thirty something touchdowns and ten picks. Yeah, like he, there's this level of irrelevancy about 
Minnesota and about Cousins. And most of that has to do with winning. And I don't even know if it has to do with him winning. It might be more coaching. It might be more bad defense. Uh, their offensive line, by the way, has been atrocious for the most part uh, up there in Minnesota. And Cousins still putting up those numbers. I mean, maybe he doesn't get enough credit uh, so, at the end of the day. So with that being said, though, and we kind of teased it a little bit. We haven't got to it yet. So Jalen Hurts. Yeah, th- this is the part I don't fully understand. You're on board. I'm so on board. And this is spoiler, a weird thing. You're spoiler, on board. Spoiler alert, too. The, this was, I mean, I might as well just drop the news now. This was going to be my breakout quarterback of 2021. Good. Kuz, pick him first, okay, just to upset um, Austin. I dare you. I, I dare you, Kuz. Maybe, maybe we'll get like a free case of Bud Light if you do or something. I like Gardner Minshew. So my question is, and I almost tweeted this earlier in the day, and then I saved it for a tweet right now. Are the Eagles seriously putting all their eggs in a Jalen Hurts basket that we saw, what, four games from? Here's the Eagles right now, Brent. They're checking their cards. They look up, look back down, all in. All in. Chips are all in. Why why is this a good idea? (sighs) Okay, I'll say it like this. And if you want to look at the numbers, let's be honest. The numbers don't do anything for you. The guy went one and three, six touchdowns, four interceptions, 52% completion percentage, um, quarterback rating 77 of the, I'm sorry, the QBR is 41 and the quarterback rating is 77. We'll take that for how you want. But overall, like the passing stats, they don't do much for you. Now the rushing stats are a little different. Obviously he's a dual threat guy, a la (laughs) Kyler Murray, because we know how those breakdowns went down, Brent, when we were doing the whole, uh, you know, the the, the grades. Mm -hmm. But overall, I think with Jalen Hurts, I was surprised because I watched a little bit of Jalen Hurts. I was surprised how well he did from the get-go because when he was on that field, and keep in mind, he's replacing Carson Wentz, who obviously had the yips. Like, it, it was bad. I mean, just he mentally just wasn't there. And, like, it was to the point where every single play you felt like it was going to be a quarterback sack and interception or some kind of turnover. When Hurts came in, and I forgot who the game was against his first start, but, like, he he wasn't flustered. He The moment wasn't too big for him. And I thought he showed great leadership skills. So, like, that to me is why I'm buying into Jalen Hurts. Because of all things, like, listen, I think Jalen Hurts could be a talented quarterback. I think he has the the physical traits and the tools to be successful in this league because of the way the league, the league works now with his, you know, the dual threatness, if you will. But, like, what I wasn't anticipating was how calm, poised, and collected Jalen Hurts was going to be. I figured a guy, you know, taken outside the first round out of Oklahoma – you know, I figured there'd be a little adjustment period. Like most quarterbacks, there seemed to be a little adjustment period. I didn't get the sense with that with Jalen Hurts. Yeah, I I just wonder. I, listen, I think he is a calm, cool guy. I think he's got a lot of intangibles that are nice. I I, I don't even think I like he's not going to be a good quarterback. Mm. I just don't know how if you're Philadelphia, you can sit here and be like, okay, here's our guy. We're riding with him. When you, I know they didn't want to deal with the two quarterback thing that's that's apparent right they they just didn't want to maybe they thought Wentz would pitch a fit yeah you know in the locker room behind closed doors like if he wasn't the guy here's what I'll say if I'm the Eagles picking six I'm drafting a quarterback yeah I'm back I'm drafting a quarterback I'm not relying and setting my organization back to say Hertz is the guy Hertz will be can be at least adequate, I think, I, I think is his floor. I don't know if he can be great. And if he's adequate, you win some games, but you might be picking 13. You're picking sixth, I think, right now yeah. uh, are the Philadelphia Eagles. There's plenty of quarterbacks. If Justin Fields is there, 
get him. Now, maybe you don't like a Trask or a Mac Jones in in that role, and maybe that doesn't fit. But if one of those th- top three quarterbacks, well, Trevor Lawrence is going to be there, but if uh, Zach Wilson or Justin Fields are still left at six, I'm pulling the trigger on one of those guys. The problem is they might not be there. Well, Atlanta picks four, yeah. Jets pick two, somebody trades up in front. Uh, the the Eagles might not have that option. What about Trey Lance? Oh, I'm sorry, I forgot about Trey Lance. Uh, of course you did. That'd be interesting because of the North Dakota yeah. tie, right? With yeah. Wentz. Yeah. Um, but see, I don't know. I don't honestly, man. I don't have a strong enough feeling about well, Lance to say see, Philadelphia. You should go get this guy. Yeah. He's a little bit of a. He's more of a curiosity to me than a lot of no, these other guys. And you're not wrong. Like I think and, and, uh, I use this term light, lightly here, but like in terms of project per se, like in terms of you need some time to grow to work your skills, Trey Lance is that guy. Yes. Okay. And to me, it wouldn't make any sense to bring in that guy who is another dual threat guy if you have Jalen Hurts ready to roll. Yes. I'm not calling him the same player, but I'm just calling him there, there's going to be a little grace period, I feel like. And if you already got the guy in Jalen Hurts, then take the guy in Jalen Hurts. So I think Trey Lance is out of the mix. But, yeah, I guess we'll see, man. I'm, I'm buying into tra- to, to Jalen Hurts. Yeah, and I think in your scenario, actually, Trey Lance makes a lot of sense in Philly because you have somebody where you can sit this guy, you can sit, mm-hmm. let him grow. And, by the way, Hurts is going to be a great teammate. He's not going to be a problem. You know, I do have, this doesn't always translate, just, but just a friendly reminder. Hurts went to Oklahoma, essentially, because Tua bumped him out of there. Mm-hmm. And two we're still uncertain about in Miami. Again, different. It's a different level. I get it. But he got beat out by Tua, and they were going to go with Tua. And so Hurts now still has a phenomenal year at Oklahoma. So it's not like he played poorly. But we're not even sold on Tua as an NFL guy. What makes us think we're sold on, on Hurts as an NFL guy? I would draft – I like your scenario. I would probably draft Trey Lance. I hope that Hurts is good. And if, if not, I have this – at least I have trade bait. It's such an important position. You go draft the position when you can draft here's the position. The thing, now, though, again, the only caveat here is how does your scouting staff look at Lance? I don't know. My sure. my internal scouting staff is torn on him. But, <laughs> so, no, I hear you. <laughs> So maybe I go get Jamar Chase and I give Jalen Hurts a weapon instead. Well, and this is, this, is, and this is what I was going to say to you. I mean, if you're so hell-bent then saying, all right, we, we, you got to take care of the quarterback. The quarterback's the most important position. I agree with you here. But then why would you address another quarterback in the draft? Why wouldn't you take care of the quarterback that you have? Get him an offensive lineman or get him a wide receiver. Get him another weapon, and then let's see what he can do. Yeah, uh, yeah their belief, I think their pick at that time will show one of two things. How much belief they have in Hurts, or secondly, how they feel about the rest of the QBs that are on the table, mm-hmm. right? So, um, but I remind you, the MVP of the league this year was Aaron Rodgers, yes. and the Green Bay Packers picked a quarterback in the first round. Correct. So, <laughs> I mean, it is that important of a position <laughs> to ensure yourself in this league. If you like a player, if they like Trey Lance, they should pick Trey Lance. Without question, they should run it up there. If they like Mac Jones or Kyle Trask, they should do that. If Justin Fields falls to them and they like him, they should do that. But it's see, as simple as that for me. I hear you, man, but you can't compare it to Aaron Rodgers because, let's be honest, like we, we saw it before. It was like Groundhog's Day with Brett Favre. Like Brett Favre was on the back nine of his career. They bring in Aaron Rodgers. Now, Brett Favre lasted a lot longer than people expected, and he comes back after retirement, yada, yada, yada. But the reason why Aaron Rodgers was brought in was because, well, 
how, mu- how much longer can Brett really do this? Mm-hmm. We need to have a plan B. The reason they brought Jordan Love is kind of the same precedent where it's like, all right, well, Aaron, you know, he's still a good quarterback, but how many years does he really have left? Okay, let's get in Jordan Love. You have a rookie, well, you have a second-year guy now in Jalen Hurts. Like, age isn't the problem. You know, like, experience is because he hasn't played a lot. So, like, to me, you can't compare it to Aaron Rodgers just because it's different in terms of, like, the, the timing of everything. That's fine, but I would compare it in this way. I would say this, then. You have a guy that's run for over 100 yards a couple of times. Yeah. It's part of his game. Yeah. You just had a guy that couldn't make it through a season in Carson Wentz. I might need two guys. You know? I yeah. mean, I, how, can you bank that Jay, like that over-under on Jalen Hurts 12 and a half? It's a fair question. Not only because he might not be the guy, but because but, staying healthy might be an issue, too. But you got to trust in your team, though, Brent. Like, I mean, would you, if, should the Ravens draft another quarterback? Uh, I, I think the Ravens should have someone they feel comfortable with behind Lamar Jackson. Absolutely. And I think Kyler Murray in Arizona the same way. Yeah. Yeah. When you run, when that is that much part of your game, I, I think, I think they should definitely plan for a stretch of games where you're not going to have your guy. And so you want to be as solid as you can. Now I don't go crazy and spend 14 million on it, but sure. I mean, I, I think uh, that's a little bit what, Philly did, and it won them a Super Bowl. Dude. They did that with Bowles. Cam, Cam Newton to Baltimore? Do you worry, though, that it might mess with the, the mental side of whoever you do start with the uh, starter there? Well, you know me. I, I, yeah, I think it's tough a fair in this question, question but I'm tired, tough. Of, I'm tired yeah. of babying the quarterbacks. Yeah. You know? I, I got to win. And the, the other thing about Philly is they're nowhere close to winning. True. Like, well, but they, they're also they, in a division that is not close yeah, to winning. pretty wide open, but th- now it doesn't feel like they're close to winning. It feels like this will now be a rebuilding process of sorts. We'll be back. Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. Tim Tebow retires. Was this baseball try a good thing? Bad thing? Who else should try another sport? And should you want to be a baseball player as a kid? When I grow up, I want to be blank on ESPN 690. Brent Martino. How many push-ups did you do in three minutes? Did you try the challenge? Austin Lane. I don't, I don't need lactic acid build up when I'm in fight camp. Brent, you kidding me? Take my word for it. More than you. Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. I got a lot of work to do. I, I need to, you know, um, be able to get to work and, and hopefully be able to have a good spring training and, and, and get better and improve and you know, um, just continue to try to earn a shot. That is Tim Tebow. Because what did you do? Say that was about a month ago? Yeah, talking with TMZ Sports. He didn't run away from TMZ Sports. See that? <laughs> uh, so the higher Wonderlick score. So <laughs> advantage. Is he going to come work for the Jags now? Goose. Goose. Have a good day. Did you see Albert Breer? You see what he did mm-hmm. for the for the clout chasing, if you will. <laughs> he put Tim Tebow in a Jaguars jersey, throwing a football. I saw somebody else on social media triggered. today, and I said, "Hey, I saw Tebow running routes yesterday. I think he's coming back as a tight end." H back? Yeah, I doubt it. That would actually would be awesome. I couldn't wait till the city explodes with that. <laughs> really? <laughs> Both the good and bad. I mean. <laughs> Do you, you really want to see that? I'm being honest here. Uh, yeah, because I think the Tebow stuff was always so overdone by the fans. Like, I understand there's a lot. It was it was talked up a lot, I get. But it became, the, the Tebow stuff to me, Tebow's a guy who should be celebrated. He's a very good athlete. All his, all his accolades, 
I, mean, I, I said it last week. Of all the things Tebow does, and he does a lot of great things, the night to shine stuff off the field, mm-hmm. the guy's tremendous, right? And so, <laughs> but he got it became so polarizing in Jacksonville around. I want to say like 2013, hey, 2012. You were so living it. I was there. Yeah. So 2000. Uh, so it would have been 2012. Yeah. I had right? to it was the, Malarkey's year. Correct. I had to watch the people that were like picketing outside at 316 every single day, saying "Bring in Tebow." Yeah. Yeah. I, well, I left the it, stadium seeing those. People. And by the way, it was some of those folks too. It's, it's almost like today's world, right? It was like it was it was over, overdone on their side. But yeah. it, if in sports radio or in TV or on social media, it's like you couldn't even talk about Tebow anymore. Like you couldn't talk about him. It was like but I'm just, anything you said about Tebow was either one side or the other. Yeah. But, and finally, that's dissipated. Now you can at least mention Tim Tebow around here again, no, which for is good. Sure. And for you sure. should be able to. But I'm saying from, like, the locker room's perspective of 2012, I know a lot of guys in the locker room didn't want him. Not because of the guy he is, because how, how could you despise the dude that he is? I mean, the, the guy's all time. I mean, he's the salt of the earth. But the distraction that that we knew was going to come with it if he was to come to Jacksonville. Yeah. And we didn't want to deal with it. And that's fair. Listen, I, I, I think that's fair enough. And yeah. I, whether it turned out, right, he didn't make it in the NFL, and he certainly, as it played I mean, out. He may, I, I mean, don't, didn't make it. Well, I know? mean, long term. Oh, yeah, uh, I mean, I, I had, so, a, so I had the, a longer career. So the criticism of Tebow. I played more games. <laughs> the criticism of Tebow. Started more games. If too. you had played less, I would have said, didn't more, make it either. More, all the more way. Sex than Tim Tebow. To ten years. I had but. more sex than Tim Tebow. <laughs> Go on though. But I think the people at the end of the day that got on the horse of saying he's a bad quarterback, he's not good enough to play in the NFL. At the end of the day, they end up winning the argument, right? Because yeah, yeah. he he he's out of the NFL. Then he goes to to Major League Baseball, and you're right. He still had some really good moments. I mean, obviously the Denver, the Pittsburgh, that was a magical season. I mean, the NFL probably still thanks Tim Tebow for that season. It was incredible what was going on there in Denver. Denver still probably thanks Tim Tebow for that um, and everybody else. So then he goes into baseball, and I think at people have been critical of that too, right? Uh, Are you taking up a younger guy's spot? I mean, can you really do this? Is this kind of like a like a marketing thing. What is it? Well, it turns out it wasn't. I mean, there are stories, and we don't enough baseball people around here. I mean, Tebow used to go hit with Daniel Murphy in the offseason over sure. at, at Providence. Yeah. Uh, there are stories. I mean, his hands just would bleed. He'd hit so much. Like he'd Committed. Just, but yeah. he had to, yeah, once I mean, he's he all had, in. He had to catch up, though. He's all in. He had yeah. to catch up. He hadn't done yeah. it in like 11 years. Yeah. So he hits like 223, 287 games. It doesn't work out. It doesn't make it to the big leagues. But because he didn't make it to the big leagues, does that make the experiment bad? No, no. Does that make the experiment a failure? Huh. Uh, I actually have always said this, said it last night on TV, too. I have maybe my most admiration for Tim Tebow as an athlete mm-hmm. for what he did with baseball. Mm-hmm. And the reason I say that is because he did not have to put himself out there to fail. If you were a betting person, he was not going to make it to the bigs. Or even if he made it for a week, mm-hmm. he wasn't going to be successful in the bigs. It was that hard to do, right? I mean, yeah. And so for him to actually go out there, commit to it, take bus rides in the minor leagues, get you know all that stuff to go chase that in, in reality, which I think at the end of the day turned out to be a very genuine chase of that dream. Yeah. I have a lot of admiration for him to put himself out there, a guy that did not need to put himself out there and and be held up to the criticism. Uh, 
And for that reason, I actually look at it in a very positive experience, what he did in baseball, even though it wasn't an overwhelming success. No, I mean, it wasn't overwhelming because, let's be honest, he, he didn't accomplish the goal, right? Like, I think the goal was to play Major League Baseball. But at the end of the day, man, like I talk about all the time, it's not the destination. Sometimes it's the journey. And I think, like, for a guy like that to put it all on the line, to put the work in, and, like, and I get the sense that a lot of people thought, like, he was handed – the, the, all that stuff because it's Tim Tebow, and maybe there's some truth to that. Well, but I like, think it doesn't take away, yeah. But that doesn't take away from the amount of hours that he That's put right. and the amount of energy, the and serious nature that he put. You know, yeah, yeah. There were different parameters for him. Yeah, no doubt. Sandy Alderson, the Mets GM, yeah. who brought it on, he admitted that. He acknowledged yeah. that. He said, "Listen, this is not bad for business." You yeah. Know? Well, and yeah. I mean, that's part of it. That's fine. It's business, and and that they acknowledge that also came with criticism. But again, I think what you just said is important. Put the work in. He wrote it. It's not like he was taking limos and planes while no. the rest of the team was taking bus rides in in middle of nowhere New York. And and it's so hard to be like everybody else when you're on that pedestal, right? Because we all put him there. I mean, like it was no Tebow in spring training. You know, like everyone was talking about him. So no, I, I don't think it was a failure by any means. Um, I think he should be proud of what he did. You know, I mean, obviously I, I played ABA and I, I, I stuffed the, the stat sheet now, Tim. You know, I mean, I, they, they called me Mr. Thanksgiving. I'm not hey, sure Tim. what they called you, Tim. Hey, Tim, so Tim, did I. Tim, I'm not <laughs> Brent. It's, but, it's, but it's not about you, though, right? We're talking about Tim Tebow right now. I just wanted to put that hey, in perspective. We're, we're talking about Tim Tebow right now. We're talking I, about Tim the Tebow. The shrimp have not given me a minor league at bat yet. <laughs> Listen, hey, hey, Iceman, give me a call. But no, Brent, it's not about you. It's it's about Tim Tebow, who started 16 games. I started 17 games in my career, so I got one more start than Tim Tebow. It's not Did about me. Did start 16 in his NFL career? According to Pro Football Reference, and that's uh, pretty much the, the word. So, yeah, yeah, I, have, uh, I had a plus one. And good, because I don't want him to come back and play for the Jaguars or have to come back out of retirement. Then, because I want to have that on him. I just want to let you know that. Former first-round pick, former fifth-round pick. Who's the who's who's the crapshoot pick? Kuz, no. <laughs> huh? Kuz said this quietly. Call me a crapshoot pick again. Like, Kuz said this quietly, but he said, how many playoff games did Austin play? Hey, Kuz, Kuz, <laughs> Kuz, Kuz, can't stress this enough. It's a team game. All right? That's fair. It's a team game, sir. All right? Team game, Kuz. <laughs> Hey, uh, That's all I gotta say. I, I don't want to blame anybody. I don't want to point teammates out. I probably could have done a little more, but it, no, it's a team game. Should I put on social media? I can't believe Kuz said I'm that. I'm not gonna do this. No, do it. Um, no, don't don't tag. Come on, man. No, no, no. I'm not tagging Tebow. Okay. I was just gonna say more successful NFL career. I'm scared. I'm not sure. I'm not. I'm not even going one way or another. I mean, do, do you want to get the numbers real quick? Do you want the numbers? Tebow had 17 touchdowns. 17 touchdowns. He had 17 touchdowns, nine interceptions. Uh, quarterback rating 74. Oh, they, they had a quarterback rating back then. So, wait. Yeah, they did. Okay, check this out. QBR. His time in Denver, 56, 38, and then in New York was 25.4. My defensive end rating. So good. And by the way, <laughs> let it be known. Some might say the best in the run game. That Austin Lane outshined, outshined Tim Tebow. Hey. And, and, and the Senior Bowl in Mobile? At the Senior Bowl. Listen, they they were actually calling it the Tim T Bowl. <laughs> like, it was the Tim T Bowl. And then, all, and then all of a sudden, you know, you don't have to do for Murray State, you know? You don't have to put Murray State in the map a little bit. Like, ah, it's football. Let me go and take that one for a touchdown. It's like that, uh, it's like that Penn State graphic that came out. <laughs> the yeah. Graphic. yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's awesome. Uh, that's really good. So, hey, I mean, do, do you want my stats or not? You good? Yeah, what's your defense no, it's fine. efficiency? I, I don't want to talk. It's good. It's, it's so good. 
so efficient. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Tebow was picked in the first round. You were in the fifth round. So yeah. you got more value out of your pick. So do we dare say I'm more valuable than Tim Tebow? <laughs> Brent, is that, put, put it, that's a button. Say it, Brent. By the way, All right. the comparisons of you and Tebow, what do you mean? your careers are aligned in a lot of different ways. 2010 draft Go on. class. Okay. Senior Bowl. Sure. I mean, a lot of guys played in the Senior Bowl. And 17 starts versus 16 starts in the NFL. Yeah, yeah. Both now in the media. Yeah. Both have worked for ESPN. Sure. Uh, and both pursuing other professional sporting careers. And see, this is why you had to be very careful with this Tebow question. I know you said it genuinely. You admire yeah. his effort to get to baseball. That was lying. But <laughs> help the brand out. But, but go this ahead. isn't that much different than yours. To no. In the MMA yeah. world, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. That in terms of uh, the pursuing that. It's a good point. Part of sports. Yeah. Right. I'm. I'm. I'm Tim Tebow. Right? Well, I did not say that. I said Tim the Tebow careers are parallel. No, I, no I'm, I'm, I'm Tim Tebow, too. We were all over Tim, Tim Tebow. Tebow I'm Tim Tebow, I'm Tebow too. Tebow too. <laughs> <laughs> no, man. Um, no, listen, I, I get what you're saying. You know, no, yeah. but I was interested no, to get your 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 uh, take on the baseball side of it. Yeah. Because seriously, yeah. and, and that, that does bring up, like, do other guys want to pursue other sports? Like, do other – are there players that say, hey, I'm willing to cut – whether they get willing or whether it happens, yeah. right? Their yeah. career ca- cut short. Yeah. Can you go into something? We're just talking about the famous ones, right? The Bo Jacksons of the world, the yeah. the De- Deion Sanders of the world. But what we, what I always say is, like, you guys that play football or somebody who plays basketball, well, you they're the one percent athlete. Like, you're good at other things. You're a good hockey player. You yeah. you're a good basketball player. Uh, I'm not saying you could go try out for the NBA and play. I'd be uh, surprised. But maybe you well, could, that, though, right? Maybe I mean, there are if, other. Peter McConnell can do it. Are there other people <laughs> that you played with that you said, man, you should have played like this? Oh, good call. Well, that was, by the way, LeBron, like two days ago, came out and said, like, I'm pretty sure I could have played in the NFL if if I directed everything towards it, it's that. Been long, yeah. It's been a long, that's been a long, uh, now an old conversation, I guess is the best way to say it, right? I mean, for years and years, people have said, because of the body of LeBron James, could yeah. he play tight end and how good he would he have been? And listen, I. I, I what I envy about professional athletes is when they lock into something, yeah. they're, they're going to make themselves the best they can be at that. And so LeBron may be, like, if he had wanted to go to the NFL and play tight end, yeah. he would have had a chance to be as good as he possibly could be because he would have allowed himself, made himself. Now, it's hard to imagine he would have been a better tight end than a basketball player. No, it's player. so hard to imagine <laughs> that, right. man. It's so I hard mean, to I think that. he answered his calling. Yeah, yeah. Because I always wonder that about kids, right? Like, Ty and Kaylee are playing baseball and softball. Yeah. But would they have been better in something else? Yeah. But they went toward baseball so, and softball. Should Ty have played golf? Yeah. And he'd be like a scratch golfer right now. And he's going to be a pretty good baseball player. But he's not going to make the big leagues. Here's what we got to do between me and Tebow. Because I was Tebow, wonder. I mean, Tebow's obviously a fantastic athlete. We'll, we'll give him that all day. No doubt. I give him the advantage in baseball. I assume he's a better golfer than I am because I don't golf. So he baseball, hit a golf, golf ball, yeah. I think we're a wash in football. Honestly, I mean, not okay, maybe not because collegiate. He's got me beat, so he's got football. <laughs> I have basketball, I have hockey, and I have action sports. Okay, yeah, so, including action sports, shacks and action sports. He's jacks. never worked. For so us. we're three and three right now, Brett. What what is the deciding sport to find out who's the better athlete between me and T? Well, here it is. Who would win in the cage? Thanks. Thanks, everybody. The prosecution rests. Okay. You want to sell? Hey, Coos, let's go to By the way, you want to sell some tickets at Daly's place? Austin Lane and Tebow in a match. <laughs> Sounds like an AEW match. <laughs>
do, do I call him out? Should I cut a promo on Tebow? <laughs> you want me to cut a... Dude, now that what, your baseball hey, career is over. Yeah, when we get back, I cut a promo on Tim Tebow. <laughs> you think that 22 Wonderlick score is going to save you? Yeah. <laughs> we'll be back. Uh, baseball, hockey, basketball, football, action sports. What should you tell your kid to get into hey, for the money? How do you call yourself action sports? You don't actually cover action sports, though. What's up with that? Yeah. We do. We covered that in the event. That's a good point. We'll oh. be back on Action Sports Chats on ESPN. I covered it. You kind of covered it. <laughs> they look at Fernando Tatis Jr. like the lottery ticket that they picked up off the ground. They got him when he was 17 years old in a trade where they were dumping James Shields' money. And he has turned into, really, the face of baseball in 2021, I think, and beyond. And to know that in a market like San Diego, which in the past has lost players, everyone aside from Tony Gwynn, that they could make him this generation's Tony Gwynn, they left at the opportunity to do that. Fernando Tatis, the most exciting player in the game, can really change the sport, make it cool again kind of guy. There's a, listen, the Major League Baseball is littered with young talent, but the personality that swag. Mike Trout lacks. Oh, yeah, the swag, too. I mean, with all the Fernando Mike Tatis Trout, has. Yeah, he's got that style. And the dude. story, and it's, I find him as as a 43-year-old guy, right, who's a traditionalist in baseball who says when they start bat flipping and all that, so I'm like, I don't know so much about that. And I've kind of grown to, I'm okay with that. Yeah. But I really, the style of Fernando Tatis, I think is cool. I think it's great for the game. And I just got to believe if I'm 12, 15, 7, I love this guy. Yeah. Like, you don't have to love him for even the baseball. You, The next question you ask is, so what did he hit? You know, the first question you ask about Mike Trout, like, how many home runs did he hit? What did he hit? Yeah. Like, how great was he this year? Did he win another MVP? You don't do that with Tatis. Yeah. You're like, how far did he hit it? Yeah. How far did he flip the bat? How electric was the play he made at shortstop? Like, mm-hmm. that's a cool thing with Tatis. He's a game changer for Major League Baseball. The Padres know it. I hope Major League Baseball knows it because they should market the heck out of it. Well, listen, any guy that can rock dreads, or he used to rock dreads. I don't think he's clean shaven, but he used to rock dreads. Uh, I support you, man. So, listen, like, with Mike Trout, to me, Mike Trout is, I think he's a household name for the most part. Now, there's the West Coast bias, all that stuff. But, like, to me, Mike Trout is Mike Trout because of his personality as well. Like, he's just this, he's the all-American dude. Right, like he's not gonna wow you with the personality or like wow you with the commercial. Maybe don't even put him on the cover of MLB the show, right? But like how he goes about his business is admirable. And like on the other side of it, then then you have Tatis Jr. who is like this. He's he's, he's he's like a swagger hound dude. Like he he's, he's oozing swag. Like he's just he's the future. Let's just say. I'm not saying one way is better than the other way. I'm just saying it's both sides of the spectrum, and it's cool they're both represented and both accepted in today's baseball. When I was a kid. There was this, this guy, Bill Harley, and okay. he would come to our school uh, when I was like in third grade, Aiken School, Seekonk, Massachusetts, before I moved over to uh, Rhode Island. All right. And his name is Bill Harley, and he had this CD, did these songs for kids. Yeah, and I had a couple of those guys come to our school. Monsters in the Bathroom was an epic song. Okay. okay? There's yeah. a song called Black Socks. There's also this song called When I Grow Up. And so as you listen to this, I'm going to play it right off my phone here. Uh, for Bill Harley. That's on iTunes? Uh, you can find it on iTunes. Right Rowan on. might like it. Okay. Right on. Cool. Uh, now, do you want to grow up to be a big league baseball player, hockey player, yeah. 
NFL player Let's with the money it. they make. Jeff Passan says you all good athletes should be a baseball player. Do you agree? Let's see if you can hear it good. When I grow up to be 23, a storyteller is what I'm going to be. I'll tell stories every day. He's a good storyteller, you'll hear them say. When I grow up to be 23, I'm still going to be me. Yeah, I'm still going to be me. All right. How's in the background singing, probably? So, by the way, when he gets to 83, when he gets to 83, oh yeah, all the way to 103. But he gets to 83 as a hockey player, so he's an 83 year old hockey player. Because he asked the kids like what he wants to be, right? Of course, that's awesome. So, but the guy is awesome. Go check it out. Monsters in the bathroom, by the way. I'm in. Boy, that's a Bill Harley reference I haven't had in a long time. I'm all in. But so, what would you be? Like you played football. Yeah. The NFL money isn't guaranteed. Yeah. Maurice Jones-Drew used to always tell me, I said, hey, Ty's playing baseball. He's like, good, yeah. don't let him play football. Let him go make a ton of money in baseball. Yeah. Like, they envy, NFL guys envy the NBA in do. Major League Baseball because it's guaranteed, right? Yeah. Well, so you're asking what, what I want to be as a kid? Well, so, what, well, what, what, seriously, if you're a big athlete and money was into it. I was going to direct my son to something. Yeah, and money was a factor here. I mean, it's hard. Is it baseball or is basketball? I would probably say basketball, even really? more than baseball. I'd probably say basketball. But shouldn't that help Major League Baseball to kids? Shouldn't the dollars, it the does. economics, or are they too young to understand, even if they're See, great athletes? I think they're too young to understand that, but I think having guys like Tatis Jr. will help. Just like it helped with Ken Griffey Jr. back in the day with me. I mean, I, I played baseball because of Ken Griffey Jr. I wanted to be like Ken Griffey yeah. Jr. But not because of what he got paid, how he played. No, exactly. But, yeah. but just the style that he had. But no, my son actually, our son told us this a couple of days ago. He wants to be a, an NFL player for the Jaguars and a doctor because of my wife's. So, yeah. Beautiful. So, oh, oh, yeah. Have fun getting that scholarship to be for med school. So I'm not paying another scholarship for, right? I'm not paying any more med school. Just, I'm done. Bro. Just score touchdowns. I'm out. Just score we'll be touchdowns. back on ESPN 690. <laughs> 